0: Just go to Indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: I want to get this good for uh, Tim and his son. Good morning, everybody uh tim tim and his kid would rate my good morning everybody's on a scale of one to ten i like that i got a little gravitas i feel like in the voice today i did not sleep like at all last night i didn't either oh that That, makes three that makes three
2: of us wow (laughs) i don't know what it is also i had to to go see our friends at quick trip fuel up and get some coffee this morning it was so oh did anyone talk to you no i look i look terrible
1: Hey, aren't you Grant from the Wisco Sports Show? I am.
2: As a, As a matter, matter of fact, fact yeah. are you going to talk Brewers tonight? You haven't talked Brewers much this week. I, we're going to try to get them in there. Yeah,
1: we well, we'll get there. You know, we, we we'll get to a game pretty soon too. I got to get out there. Yeah, I
2: got I to get out there. <laughs> I am uh, obviously
1: that's Grant Bills, Paul Emig. As you know, that's what the subject header of the post said, hmm. and uh, I'm excited to be here with you today i'm also going to be if you're on the dan shaney video stream danshaney.com you will see that i keep looking to my right uh that's where one of my basement windows are Mm. we are redoing our driveway Mm. so this is what happens when you're older and have a home and you have like things you need to do like i'm thinking let's turn my basement into a wacky fun man cave zone well, that money has to be allocated for pavement. <laughs> um, the driveway was in disrepair. It needed to be fixed. Um, and there's crews working on it. And uh, right now, it all's well that ends well, but it may be loud. And I don't know what we'll pick up on here. <laughs> yeah, it could be wild. Uh, before we start the mm hmm mm-hmm proceedings... <laughs>
3: I just want to bitch about something, if I may. Oh, I'm so. I always worry there when you have go. your like your your, your pre sessions sometimes wade into my question, my topic territory. So I'm nervous, where like that I'm about to. I do. don't think. I don't think. I don't think. I, I bet it is, but I, I have a feeling. But go ahead.
1: Well, it's something that not a lot of people ever talk about. Okay, maybe. Well, keep going. LeBron James. No, you're in the clear.
2: This, motherfucker, not this
1: motherfucker's not retiring. Obviously not. So why do these people feel the need to do this? Did you guys hear that? Just like a th- Like a single th- Oh, you didn't hear the massive engine? No. No, push oh, the right. All right. Uh, why do people feel the need to do this will I or won't I every time? Ooh. Athletes at the end of their career act like, you know, teenage girls with Facebook. That's it. I'm quitting. <laughs> Either do, do, do it or
3: don't. Well, and it's 20 minutes after being swept out of the conference final. You like, can't
1: ask, you can't like right. of course he's thinking about retirement at that point. He's thinking about everything. He is he is tired.
3: He right. is he just got swept by the nuggets after he putting worn up worn a- down. After putting up an amazing performance, I probably should have told you I have not yet finished the game. Just kidding, I, I did.
1: Oh, well, um, sorry.
3: No, that's, I'm, I'm I mean, the
1: same thing happened. I would, you'd be spoiled there. The same thing happened. This was, yeah, I was like, it. this was like, and I don't know if at this point I put anything in. We're recording Tuesday morning. I don't know if I mentioned Heat or Celtics or not mm-hmm. uh, in this podcast. I probably won't. Either the Heat win and they sweep and it's even funnier than the other night or the Celtics come back and the heat delay it. So there's your uh, update. Uh, Also the Brewers played excellent. Actually timeout timeout from Paul and grant. I am going to add the Tuesday results into Wednesday's pod as the Boston Celtics beat the Miami heat. So it will go to a game five. Um, I wanted this series to be over with. I want a week off of the NBA. I've been watching these games every night. Uh, I wouldn't mind a week off. I don't know. Um, But I also want the series to be over because I don't want Boston to win. Whether it's the series or even a game. I'm mad they won a game. And now it's... If anyone was ever going to come back from a 3-0 deficit, it was going to be the fucking Boston Celtics. And I think I'm just so tired of hate-watching team. I'm so tired of it. I really am just so t- I'm watching this game, the Heat and the Celtics, and, like, I don't like the Heat that much, but I'm rooting for them because I hate the Celtics. Jason Tatum makes a three. The announcers are acting like it's the first time anyone's ever taken a shot that far. Always. Not just specific to the TNT crew on Tuesday. And Kevin Harlan, man, dial it down a little bit. All playoffs, he's been a little too loose. I don't know. I know that's a bad take, but I'm not. He's rubbing me the wrong way. Then again, it's like every time he gets excited for the people I don't like. He, he's freaking out about Jimmy Butler that one game against the Bucks, and now he's freaking out about Tatum against the uh, Eat. I'm just so tired of it. I'm so tired. I, I really am. It wears me down. I should just watch this game. Whatever happens, happens. K sera, sera, But it will really affect me. The fact that it's out there in the universe that the Celtics can come back from the 3-0 deficit and be the first team ever. The fact that that's out there in the universe affects me. It, it, I wish I was better at this. I wish I didn't care about these. I got enough to worry about, not even just like in life, but with my own sports teams. And here I am ruined about this shit. It's just the Celtics, man. They, oh, everyone just fucking loves him so fucking much. Doesn't make sense. Also, the Brewers did play, and the Brewers did win. A nice win for Milwaukee. 6 nothing over the Astros. Great game for Owen Miller. He had the uh, play where he stretched it out to home and at a home run later for Badger Mutual runs. Joey Weimer homered. Colin Ray with, like, the best outing he's had. Five and a third, four hits, no earned. Bullpen did fine. Uh, actually, really good. Brett Anderson got into the mix a little bit with some RBI. Uh, so, yeah, good night for the Brewers. Split the series. Have a chance to win another series on Wednesday. Going to go live after Wednesday. bunch of stuff that I do want to talk about with the Brewers. Uh, I know, I know, I know. I know we've been lacking in that department, but do want to talk more about The uh, pitching, the starting pitching, and how just depleted it is. Julio Tehran is entering the fold for the Milwaukee Brewers. This guy's a former all-star, but uh, his best days are behind him. We'll see if he's got anything left in the tank here in Milwaukee. Uh, Where this last couple of, you know, it was a really good April. What does May tell you? Does does May tell you the Brewers are not going to be as competitive? I know our guy Tim Shea guaranteed a playoff berth, but You know, I don't know. They they were in first place last year and trade Josh Hader, so who knows long term what they're thinking. So we will go live after Brewers Astros on Wednesday afternoon. Go live for a little bit, and you know if it's twenty minutes, it's twenty minutes. If it's if you guys want to talk, we'll talk, but do want to talk about the Brewers and give at least people the opportunity to chat about it a little bit. So that'll be coming up. All right, back to Paul and Grant. Fuck Boston. Actually, let me add on to the add on. DanShaney.com is new, guys. DanShaney.com, it's new, new website. Check it out. DanShaney.com, the insurance man. Dan, the insurance man, with a new website. www colon backslash backslash uh, DanShaney.com. S C H And it was done masterfully by the same guys that did my website, BartWinklerShow.com, which you can check out. Sun Ant Interactive. Those guys are awesome to work with. And uh, you can check them out at SunAnt.com. So, again, really like to see people helping people. Sun Ant, those guys listen. Uh, Dan listens. And now Dan got a new website from Sun Ant. So that's fun stuff. Uh, a website that is already rocking, Carl's Place, Carlovet.com. Check that out for your golf simulator needs. Ch- uh shout out Brooks Kepka, who is at the heat game. Fuck you. You're a trader. Uh you you're a trader. I hate you. And uh again, fuck boss.
3: We'll just do a little uh, impromptu. You you only have you get two years. You, it's not we're not talking like long term, right? So you get two years, Durant or Tatum. Durant you would, cho- you would choose Tatum. Mm-hmm. No, mm Kevin didn't. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Injury concerns not there, not not present enough to make you go. Uh, to not Tatum. showing up
1: in the fourth quarter concerns.
3: Tatum, Tatum, although
2: although I will give Jason Tatum credit. If he continues on this trajectory and he is young, and I don't know. People joke, but he is young. Then 19. next postseason, he's due to have three good games, and not just two. <laughs> Last year he had one, and it was enough to to hold on in Milwaukee. This year he had two. Next year maybe he'll have three. So I guess if he keeps progressing. Maybe we'll
3: talk. Well, Boston Sports Talk, and specifically Bill Simmons, has already ventured into the, is Jalen Brown being traded to the, to, to the Portland Trailblazers conversation. So we've entered that portion of the not-even-yet offseason for yeah. the Celtics.
0: Take, I, think I think I think
3: would just barely take Durant in the two-year window. But very, very close. Sure. Did you see my big news that Ben Albright finally blocked
1: me? Now, this is what
3: I was worried you were going to bring up. <laughs> okay, then then we'll
1: wait. Uh, the other thing I want to do... This is where I knew you were going to go. <laughs> we're woefully late, but I want to tease after the break the way that you teased with uh, Grant and I on the text the other night. Mm. Did yeah. you hear
2: this part of last night's pod? Oh, I'm... I
1: shit all over you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Me or Grant or both? You. (laughs) What did I do? (laughs) You're like, I'm like, oh, guys, guys, we got mm -hmm, mm -hmm coming up this week. And wait till you hear what uh, how Paul teased it to me and Grant. He said, I have a topic for us tomorrow that I'm really excited to talk about and curious to hear your gut reactions to. A.K.A. every fucking show we do.
3: (laughs) There's usually there's usually not always one topic. But, Paul, this is the that's the that's 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 what this is but I it, it's me trying to like at least get myself like it I'm so excited to talk about it I'm a very like I'm I'm not doing this on social media to like actually promote like I'm just doing it to you guys because I'm like I really want to talk about this I wish we could talk about this right now that's how I get very passionate about like I God damn it. Why do I have to wait until the morning? This is Bart.
2: I read that as, oh, more than normal. He's even excited more than Bart. He's always excited, but Paul must be even more excited this week. Bart, you know, you know, he's playing. I had
3: like a a handful of weeks ago. I had like the um, NFL versus NBA playoff announcers. And I was like, (gasps) I want to talk about this right now. I have to wait until the morning. This sucks. That's what this one is. So thanks for being a dickhead, Bart.
2: That's why we couldn't sleep last night. We were so excited.
0: Yeah,
3: we're all
2: so excited.
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With everyone fighting for
3: attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. With Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketplace platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. It's okay if you don't know much about marketing. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you craft messaging and say the right things at the right time. I use this to help write and send my email newsletters, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com.
1: Welcome back to the Bart Winkler Show. You know, if you're having problems sleeping, may I suggest taking a gummy or through? Through? <laughs> two? Three. Uh, happy place to have the CBD CBN gummies that help you sleep at night. And and clearly I did not take my gummy. So that's why maybe I couldn't sleep. Damn. Um not only am i a customer i'm a founder I actually invented gummies people don't know i gave the recipe to the guys chris and rob at happy place hemp and they've been doing a great job with it get the promo code bart 25 percent off every single order you get with your gummies your tinctures your lip balms and the best part is hey i just want to try it i've never i've never tried it before you know what you know what's great is a lot of younger people are introducing their parents To the way that these things can help with the CBD and the THC. And they're like, Ooh, that's nasty. I don't know. And then so you get a sampler pack and then it's 25% off. And then they're like, "Mm, Gimme, gimme, gummy, gimme more. And then uh, you can still use the 25% promo code. That's actually the read that Chris and Rob told me to say. They said, Gimme, gimme, gummy, gimme more. That was in all caps. Mm -hmm. 25% 25% off promo code is BART. All right. Paul That's is very coffee. excited for today's episode.
3: Yeah, sometimes I, I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, sometimes I don't want to come in with like the hot and heavy, the one I'm really excited about. I got to like warm us up first. I can't wait any longer. We've waited long enough. Okay, and it's, here, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll. And honestly, it, it's not like the typical one. Like I would normally not start with it because of the topic. But I, here, here's how I want to frame this up. Brittany Griner. All of the NBA's players, general managers, and coaches are free agents. All of them. All the players, all the coaches, all the general managers. Oh, no. Don't do it. How many before Spolstra? Please tell me that's where you're going. That is the topic. All right. So here's my question for you, the specifics of the question for you. Oh, Grant, I love your passion and enthusiasm. It matches where my head was at last night. If you guys didn't just see this, Grant just did a loop around his bedroom, living room, wherever he is. It's both. <coughs> Eric, Sp- <laughs> Eric Spolstra, there's 30 NBA teams. Eric Spolstra would be a first round pick in this draft. He'd be one of the first 30 people chosen. Mm hmm. Or mm hmm. And you can choose player or coach. Or GM. I mean, I'm just, just, th- just to throw it out there, but yes, player or coach. Oh. Eric bolster is a first-round pick, a top 30 most valuable NBA asset. Oh, that's good. That's Thank good. you. All right, well, here's what I'm going to do for this uh, question.
1: And I was going to do this, and then now I can't find Giannis's name on here. I searched I had- the NBA. Oh, that's by
3: playoffs. Okay, he sucked. He barely played. I, I right. have a just I have a list up of like the like some random and uh random you know, and a uh, internet list of
1: I would uh, first of all I would say no I'm taking 30 I'm no I am not This
3: taking- is why my whole like gut reaction thing I was like wh- where's your gut your gut is, uh, is so your gut is no well, I, I'm I I I'm going to take at least 10 players before I take a coach Oh I, I'm I'm more than comfortable that he's not a top 10 pick I I'm with you there No, but I'll go 10 rounds. Oh, you're out of your fucking mind. Oh, you're out of your
2: gourd guard. Yeah. So then
3: I'm looking at, okay,
1: well, let's say it's 30 people, 30 teams. So here's a stat that uh, you probably like. On NBA.com, I've searched by EFF, which I have to think means uh, effort. (laughs) Efficiency. Oh, efficiency. Oh, I thought it meant effort. Okay.
3: So... (laughs) At what point does Spolster get drafted, or any coach, like, whatever? Well, and let's just be clear. Let, let's set this up to say, and I think we said this last week, the NBA coaching tiers go like this. Eric Spolster, number one, gap, gap, gap. Then there's, like, this group of four guys that I think Ty Lu is part of. So it, it's not like any coach. Every Almost every other coach would go in the 23rd round or something. But in the case of Eric Spolster, I do think – so anyway, I'm obviously teasing my hand here, but keep going, Bart. Well, why is Steph not on this
1: list? Where is he? Anyway, I'll just start throwing out some names uh, by efficiency. Jokic, Embiid, Luka, Giannis, Sabonis, SGA, Lillard, Tatum, Harden, Butler, Irving. Then you get to like Markkinen, Siakam, Porzingis, Randall. I mean, someone's taking. uh
3: You are very, very, you're wading into the territories of how high you will actually draft Eric Spolstra. I promise you will conclude there. Yeah, no. Somebody would. Somebody would take, like, if I'm like, should I take
1: Spolstra or Lori Markkinen? Right, and I like Markkinen, but the answer is Eric fucking Spolstra. So here's here's what I presented to a national audience the other day, and I like doing this because um, they might have more knowledge than me. Like I, I don't follow the like I, you know like I'm a Bucks fan, whatever. But I asked the Heat fan that had called in, I said, he's talking about Eric Spolstra being one of the greatest of all time. I'm like, I'm like, well, what, 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 why do I see this huge gap here where they were bad? Why do I see this 37, 48, 41, 44, 39, 44, right around 500? And what he was saying was, well, uh, LeBron was there, and then they had Bosh, and they got fucked by the cap. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of years that I'm saying, like, should go against Spolstra when he's saying, really, I mean, there was
3: nothing that they could do. Uh, yeah, like how, how many like how many wins above replacement was Spolster with those teams? Probably a dozen. Look, when it comes to the, I,
1: I still, and this is where I argue a lot, and it's really pointless. It, it is, and I, this is something I've been trying to get off of in terms of my the way that I argue. It's always like I'm always like, well, you can, you can say someone's good but to say he's great is like what the fuck you know i'm always like that i'm like you can do this but you can't do that and and i think with these playoffs spolstra is clearly better than joe missoula i mean come on uh now him and thibodeau okay y'all coach him uh bud clearly he i'll coach. Owns,
3: he owns bud every year
1: I, I and i look at this playoffs and i don't I don't watch the Heat and think, in this year's playoffs, I don't watch the Heat and think, Spolster's
3: doing that. I don't think that at all. In the the regular season or the playoffs? This playoffs. Then we're watching a different game. Jimmy's doing this. Jimmy had, like, what, 19 points and was, like, the fifth best player on the Heat in Game 3 so then the other guys all these other guys are shooting shooting at outrageous clips spolstra is not he's he's getting more credit than he deserves he's setting though here's the thing though he is setting and has set along with guys like jimmy butler but he has instituted a culture oh god don't i can't
1: the the fucking christ heat next to culture
3: Forget I don't mean like. You, like, me.
1: like honestly, <sighs> the other night I was I thought I thought I might die. Oh, <laughs> Jeez, I was I lost my wallet after doing Gelb's show, and I was dumpster diving mm. in the dumpster at Odyssey because I thought my I thought I put my wallet because I was so mad. I went to Sendix and I was so mad about my Packer trip. We want to go to Vegas, and now somebody can't and now they want to go to fucking Atlanta in September because of rooftop pools, and I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I don't want to go to fucking Atlanta ever, specifically not when it's hot. Atlanta sucks. Atlanta, 90 degrees in Atlanta is like, no, like 60 degrees in Atlanta is like 90 degrees anywhere else. 90 degrees in Atlanta is like, like hell's like, holy fuck, that's too hot, okay? (laughs) Atlanta sucks. I don't want to go there. I'm not, my, my, My So anyway, I was pissed. So I thought I put my wallet in my Sendix bag. And then my Sendix bag got thrown away because of the nighttime guy. And so I jumped into the dumpster and was tearing through like a raccoon. And I couldn't find my wallet. Then I'm looking all over my car. But when I was in the dumpster, I thought I saw someone coming up to me. And it was just my back car door open because I was frantic. And I thought I saw someone. And I thought in that moment that I might die. And I thought everything that I've ever loved and known is never going to know me and I'm never going to know them again. And for a moment, I was at peace with it because I knew I'd never have to hear
3: the phrase heat culture again. Let me be clear. I never said heat culture and I didn't even intend it in that way. I was not like it, heat culture and me saying he instituted a culture were disparate thoughts. I, I didn't even connect them as your trigger word of heat culture. Also, I'm glad you're okay. And thirdly, do you pronounce it raccoon? That's funny. I like Is that it. what I said? You, yeah, but but you you pronounce some words uniquely, so I thought maybe that's just how you. Well, pronounce I, like I would say, program to be a dick. That's,
2: yeah, that's but- some that's some Dennis Reynolds shit. Just when you're mad, just pronounce things slightly weird to be extra dramatic. I'm a fan of that. I like raccoon. I got a kick out of that.
1: <laughs> but I thought I, you know, jaguars. Well, if I I know. Say, yeah, if I say if I say raccoon, everyone's
3: like raccoon. <laughs> Fucking
1: <I turn> falcons. do
3: gag, my all right, so I've triggered Bart here, and um, I am glad you're okay after last Did you find your wallet? Yeah, it was in the studio under the
1: – it was under a wheel of the chair. Oh, TSA might have had it. The good news is
3: you have your clip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was in New York. Shit.
2: <laughs> Can't you dumpster have your cli- dive
3: in New York, man. It's risky. That's just walking the streets is dumpster diving in New York.
2: It actually might be safer to dive a dumpster in New York than in more – I don't know. I don't know.
3: I don't know. So, Bart, sorry for saying the C-U-L-T-U-R-E word in relation to the Miami Heat. Do we want to – well, Grant, you you gave an excited dance five minutes ago about this topic. That's Eric Swolster would be a first-round pick in this hypothetical everyone's a free agent draft.
2: That's Mm -hmm. because I love topics like this. Like, I love the – if there was an expansion draft, how many oh, people would you protect before this? You know what I mean? Oh, it's great stuff. I'm looking at a uh, Bill Simmons trade value chart, not yeah, because yeah. it's gospel, but because I wanted a, a reference point. Mm-hmm. So if we were to draft the entire league, we're not just drafting the best players, we're drafting guys with upside or yeah. guys who are young, guys you can build around. Mm-hmm. So Zion is 30th, Jamal Murray's 29th, Harry Alberton's
3: 31st. I'm, I'm taking Spolstra in front of Jamal Murray and in front of Zion. Yeah, because what does Jamal Murray alone get you? Nothing. You know what I
2: mean? Like, nothing. If, if you have the 30th best player in the league, but you're not pairing him with Jokic mm-hmm. or you're not pairing him with the guy who's top five, then do you really have.
3: Do you, you don't? And so, what I think, I, well, let me just say, what I think I'm getting with Spolstra is I'm getting the next Gabe Vincent, the next Max Struess, the next wow. Caleb Martin. He is going to find guys who Too are drafted. No, how? I mean, no other team does this. The Heat in a playoff game against the Celtics in Boston. This uh, well, was in Miami. Here.
1: You give him too much. I mean, you're just giving. So, too so much. who gets
3: credit for Caleb Martin, Max Drews, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson was undrafted before he got paid. Like, is this all? Is Pat Riley? Is this all Pat Riley? And any coach could have come in and done this. Like,
2: maybe maybe we should talk more about Pat Riley. But I I don't know, Bart. It seems like you've gotten past the heat knocking the Bucks out to the point where now you just tip your cap, which is a place that I never get to with teams that beat our team. So I think we're. But you haven't gone all the way is to really embrace the. The heat culture and so no,
1: I'm I'm not I'm not looking at the, like I'm watching Gabe Vincent and Max Struess and Duncan Robinson and I'm like these are guys that stepped up when it was time to step up and Why I'm not and know? I'm not like right away saying bow down to like I'm not saying bow down to the coach like Joe Mazzula's getting shit out in Boston. He ain't the one out there not giving a shit. What do they need a movie speech from Al Pacino to be Agreed. pumped up in the second half? Like, I I understand that there's like okay, Monty Williams probably should have been let go with the way that things have happened in the last three years. But I think we've all talked about that um, for different reasons. But I just I just think that the 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 eagerness for us to take Eric Spolstra, who is one of the better
3: coaches in the league. <sighs> What one of I'm the bar coaches is, is a is an insane thing to say. How, how the fuck is that? It's an insane thing to say. He I, because he's he's in the tier of his own. I'm so confused by this. I'm confused. Why you want to love Spolster so hard? This is not a recency bias. This is a repeated thing of a guy over overtaking his team by multiple wins. If if a really really good but not great NBA player is worth Five to six wins per year, Paul. They're a 500 team pretty much every year after LeBron. Okay, so this, this is where this is where this is where we have to debate pretty strongly here. When when Eric Name did a really good job on Zach Lowe's podcast at the end of this Bucks playoff five game run, he kept talking about Bud's regular season resume, and what I would have wanted to retort to Eric in the moment was, "You keep talking about the regular okay, season okay, and, and okay. Bud's accolades." That's what kind of what you're doing here. I don't. Now keep mind, I'm the guy who says the NBA regular season is utterly and completely meaningless for the top tier of teams, the teams yeah. that are legit contenders. It's, it's nothing. It's a, it's really fun to watch, but it's nothing. I don't give a goddamn about the regular season stuff for Eric Spolstra, for Eric, for Mike, for Bootenholzer, like none of it. So I don't, well, I guess so I'm, if like, you yeah. want to talk about like, Oh, they, they, out, like he outcoached Joe Missoula or email
1: Doka or Tom Thibodeau. I mean, yes. Yeah, but if you want to all of a sudden give him all the credit for these undrafted guys making shots out of their ass,
3: who would you like to give the credit to? The guys making shots out of their ass. Why does why do other teams not have four or five undrafted dudes at any one point in time doing the same thing? Because that there's no there's no one in their way. That the, all that he'd have are all these undrafted guys. Do you know what guys. stands in the Do you, do you know what stood in the way of Marshawn Bochamp becoming a player for the Bucks this year? The coach. Okay, so the coach so stood Spulster, in the
1: way. so now we're getting so spolster's the greatest coach in the league
3: because he's like, mm. I will play you. Yeah, because he's instituted a word culture. Oh my god, I can't that would believe that it. would make an undrafted player who's nobody think by the way it Caleb Martin went from the Charlotte Hornets, where he was just one of the two Martin brothers, into being one of the best players on the Heat. You think Caleb Martin wasn't like you know, where I think I could probably maximize like my opportunity as an undrafted player yeah, because you're being one of the, the best heat. players of the Heat doesn't mean you're one of the best players in the league. I didn't <laughs> say Caleb Martin's one of the best players in the league, I'm saying he got a chance, was given, but you're a chance. saying
1: when he's one of the best players in the Heat, that's like he saying is. you're one of
3: the best people talking on this podcast. If Caleb Martin is the fourth best player,
1: I can't believe on the that Heat someone that watches so much NBA is such a casual. <laughs> Now we're fighting. Let's go. <laughs> no, I, I'll – I will I just – I don't – like Spolstra, like, again, he's good. He's getting way too much credit for this run. This run belongs to Jimmy Butler.
3: <sighs> he's I?
1: the one. He's the one. Everyone's playing with him. It's not Spolstra. They, the, Jimmy Butler is mm-hmm. on a mission. He's got his guys on a mission. He's finally found guys that are willing enough to buy in to him Jimmy Butler's been kicked off three teams essentially why yeah. cuz he wanted to win and he's yeah. with a bunch of lazy motherfuckers that I don't Jimmy give Butler. a shit this is a Jimmy Butler led playoff run
3: eric spolster is just got a front row seat oh my god oh my god this is why though i was so excited and i'm it, it did it was i correct did this become a really good topic
2: no it is, it is i just love how it's i love how it's framed i mean i'll push back on on the Spo, praising just a little bit. Like I, I don't know It this playoff has been really annoying to me. Cause every time I go on Twitter during games, it's Thibodeau's a moron, Bud's a moron, right? Doc mm-hmm. Rivers, Joe Missoula, stupid, 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 bad rotations, bad alignments, bad sets, or take a timeout.
3: Yeah. You're Kevin O'Connor likes to do that. Yeah. It,
2: it, just every coach is a moron except for Spo. So if that's true, then I think that the success of Spo and the success of the Heat is a, a lot due to the ineptitude of other coaches, right? I mean, every, everyone else is going to get fired. So I speaks, mm-hmm. I think it speaks to a lack of, of really good coaching in the NBA. I also, in the big picture, and Bart referenced you know, years ago, I think Eric Spolstra has been positioned in a way to to probably maximize his success and get as much credit as possible while also not getting a lot of blame, right? Because the Heat have not been expected to win titles. And someone would push back and say, well, they expect to win title. Okay, well, good for them. But everyone else watches the Heat, and they're like, they're not as talented. They're not as good. Their superstar isn't as good. So when they don't get it done, we just ignore them. Well, they weren't as good. But when they overachieve, Spo gets all the credit, right? So I, I don't know. Spolster hasn't had the expectations that some of these other coaches have had, and I think that factors into the way we talk about him. And
3: It does. And part of the reason that he has lower expectations is because they often don't have good regular seasons. Sure. I mean,
2: they were, they were, I mean, shit, they were a one seed last year and, and maybe they were a better one seed than we all thought. I kind of discounted them because their offense really wasn't that great. And, you know, they were one shot away from being in the finals and we kind of forgot about that, but they were an eight. but they were an eight seed. Like yeah. Cone was, Cone was yelling at me on my show the other day. How are you surprised by the heat? Because I have eyes connected to my brain and I watched 82 games of regular season ball where they were mid, they weren't that they're the heat. So we always kind of like having, paying attention to the corner of our eye because we know that they're the heat and what they're capable of. But they last year they were a one seed. In the bubble they were a four. In the past when they've gone on runs, at least they've shown us something in the regular season. This year was different.
3: So I, I just want to make um, – let's go through that Bill Simmons trade value chart, which I pulled up. Mm-hmm. Bart, tell me when to stop. Oh boy. Tell me when you're. Like, I'd
1: rather have. – Don't even do it because I'm going to – No, no, no. Uh, no, no uh, I'm going
3: to let you read 400 players before I say Spolstra. Okay, Grant, you'll actually play along. Uh, the twenty fifth, the twenty fifth ranked is Franz Wagner. See the, this, it's immediately tough because the Franz, fact that you're thinking
1: about this tells you that. He, that, well, that why that, is Franz Wagner ranked twenty fifth? Because Franz Wagner's
3: he's good young. and
2: he's young. Yeah, but the thing is, if if the player can't be the best player on a team that wins, yeah, a title, yeah, what's
3: the point? What's yes. the actual point? Here's number twenty seven. Carl Anthony Towns, are you? Thank you. That is the correct answer. The Timberwolves would 100% say yes to a trade offer from the Heat of Spolstra for Cat. It's done. It's over. They're traded for each other. The Timberwolves would do that.
2: And I and I agree with a lot of the things that Bart has said. I'm not as like fired up he's very very theatrical first question from Bart which I, I enjoyed but cut cut through the the performance I there's a lot of truth in there that I agree with but Paul, I see where you're coming from like I don't cut through, okay. don't
1: cut through my
2: we have cat so awesome like I, that's not getting you anywhere. As mm-hmm. evidenced by, I don't know, the last seven or eight years when he's been in Minnesota. So I get what you're saying, and I would feel the same way in baseball. It's like, do you want the 30th best player in baseball, or do you want Craig Council as your manager?
3: I'd take Craig Council.
2: Like, the, I, I just think there's real value wow. there if you have one of those guys. And I don't. Wow. I'd have to look at a list of baseball players and
3: stuff. Part number 29 is Trey Young. The Hawks would trade Spolster for Trey Young in a heartbeat. Paul George is number 30. Uh, I guess they have Ty Lu so I, I really like Ty Lu here's the other thing coach
2: is never going to get hurt in the playoffs you're always going to yeah. have he's always going to be there and, in, and in theory
3: and in theory has a longer career they like you know they're not washed at 35.
2: God, I love questions like this i did, I did this with Bart I remember a couple of years ago it's like if there was a uh um an expansion draft in baseball how many players on the Brewers would you protect? Before yeah. you protected counsel. Oh, that's it, my
1: favorite. That's my favorite
2: topic. I love those those types of topics. I'm so, with you, Paul, but I also hear the pushback from Bart.
3: But Bart, you're talking like 12th round pick.
1: I would not. I would not draft a coach until later. I would draft players.
3: You know what it reminds me of, and maybe this, I'm not sure how good of an analogy this is because I've not thought it through until this moment. It was like when Gronk was in his prime, and you wouldn't draft a tight end in fantasy football. Until a later, but Grog was such a differentiator that if you had his fantasy points versus any other tight ends fantasy points. Don't just- ma- don't be so high on Spolstra that it's going to end up making me
1: root against the heat because I really want to root against the Nuggets because fuck that fan base. And I'm so happy that LeBron James pretending to retire took away all the spoils that the Nuggets were getting. Fuck the Nuggets- them.
3: Fuck them. Fuck them. i didn't know the nuggets had it. and i've been off twitter i'm trying to stay away from it as much as i can they have an annoying fan base they're doing what we did two years ago i was gonna say we would be doing the same thing but we we
1: were bad for that it'd be like it'd be like hey uh, what do you want to talk about on the show today i don't know did you hear what kenny smith said about the bucks yeah i don't know that the bucks can go all the way huh are you not watching we're watching all 82 games play play as a bumper Play later. Phone calls ring. You know, I don't trust these guys. It's ESPN. That's why I haven't watched ESPN in 15 years. They don't know what they're talking about. No one ever wants to come to Milwaukee. Stephen A. Smith. I don't want to come to Milwaukee. It's 70 degrees. It sucks here. Steve, it's 70 degrees. Blah, blah, blah. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Now that I am a national host, yeah, if I was doing a show today, I would do way more segments on LeBron James retiring. And I would say he's not. And I would talk about how athletes are stupid for doing this. Then I would be like, well, boy, oh, boy. Nicole Jokic really is something, isn't he?
3: Nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) And I don't want to say it. Hashtag you're part of the problem.
2: Hey, speaking of Radio Joe, I remember when I was in college, I think just in the Jason Kidd years, and I remember them losing to Denver because they always did. And Jokic was young, and I remember Radio Joe. And I'm maybe I'll DM him. He was like, you know, who would be great on the Bucks is this Jokic if they could trade for him, but the Nuggets will never give him up. And that was like, that was like five five years ago. Wow. I'm gonna have to. I want to go back and find that. It was a Bucks post game show. So i have always like yeah, Radio, uh, radio
1: Joe's now. not a one and done. People were really receptive to his
2: uh his appearance. he's still day. got. He's he's still got the. Also, I love what Cohn said, or who's Cone, about the bump, giving guests the Bart Winkler bump. We need to do that as a community. I'm all about that.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we we start off very hot, very heavy. I had a, very I, had a se- I had a secondary topic, and we can do it very quickly or very short. I will actually repeat like when we did the opening one about Tatum versus Durant. I just wanted to say. You get him for two years. Let's let's say it's a two year experiment. Let no, let's call it three years. You get three years. Jimmy Butler is a top ten NBA player. So, we're doing this draft. Jimmy Butler is a top ten NBA player right now, currently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, you had, if you had a three year experiment, mm-hmm or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where would you have ranked him a month ago? Twenty. Yeah. yeah. And we were all wrong because this guy is this is why I wasn't trying to give Swolster all the credit. Jimmy Butler is like, I mean, the one of the best Jimmy well, Butler. Well, this is what we need to learn. And and you pointed it before.
1: Like, if you're gonna throw out stats like, well, the Bucks were sixth in efficiency and plus minus in regular season, or, means none. who gives none. a fuck? It doesn't none. matter. None. Yeah, they're not playing their full roster, they're not playing like the other team's full roster, no one cares. And I think you will see, like, it's two different things. The Nuggets, they were the number one seed. They got home court. But then the Heat, like, they're an eighth seed. You don't need to be, like, you can suck for a while in the playoffs before you are in the regular season. I think, Paul, oh, there you are.
3: I'm just listening.
2: No, you froze. Okay. I, was I don't, still. like, I don't, can't Can we stop with the the regular season? doesn't matter. I hate how much. No,
1: no. My my big thing is people are going to try to fix the regular season. We're going to throw all these different ways at it. And there's a very simple way. There's one way to fix the regular season. And that's to shrink the playoffs, which they Mm -hmm. won't do. Mm -hmm. So instead, we're going to do all these dumb bullshit things. We're going to be like, oh, the players can get a little more money then. No one gives a fuck about that. Mm -hmm. Oh, there'll be an in-season tournament. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Oh, it just, it's not going to matter. It is not going to matter. The way to fix the regular season is to shorten the playoffs, and you're going to sacrifice because the playoffs have been fun and great. Yep. Even you know, with these series being looks like shorter, they've
2: still been entertaining. They've still been great. It's been a great, it's and been a great
1: playoffs, course. and I think that we're going to we're going to be willing for that to be a thing at the expense of the regular season.
2: I just hate I just hate there are people in radio and I'm like, we're all radio guys, even though it's the podcast, who don't watch regular season basketball. And all year they're like, wake me when the playoffs come up. Okay, if that's how you want to host a show and watch sports, I'm not going to hate on that. Wake me up when the playoffs start and then the playoffs start. And you're like, "Well, why would anyone watch regular season? It looked the heat. Come on, though. It's it's and I keep saying this in my show, it's an 82-game sample size. The fact that we didn't see the heat coming, I think is is a lesson that we will learn. And, and moving forward, it's it's a blind spot, I think, in a lot of our sports fandom that we'll fix. The Lakers are a seven seed, but they rebuilt their entire team at the deadline, right? And then post deadline, they were one of the best teams in basketball. So don't tell me that didn't matter. I just I don't know. A lot of people excusing themselves from class with the whole the regular season doesn't yeah. matter, didn't matter. I don't I don't I don't like that.
3: I don't really Professionally, like that. I appreciate what you're saying. Because, like Grant, you said something similar when I asked you, the two of you guys, a month or well, three weeks ago, um, on the block charge conversation. I, it was after Giannis got hurt, and I said, the oh. NBA should should ban the, 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 you know, the take charge. And, Grant, you had just, you know, done said the night before about how that's a casual topic. I think the thing about some of these, like, casual, quote-unquote, topics is, like, if you want to have an in-depth, nuanced discussion about – the NBA season being meaning, the regular season being meaningless about the block. but They are casual topics, but if people want to go into the nuance and depth of it, it exists. I love the NBA regular season. That's where I get to watch all the shitty teams play meaningful games for them. Yeah, That's fun. I love that. I, but you shouldn't watch the Bucks and the Celtics on Christmas and think that that meant anything for the destination and the destiny, I should say, of those two teams. It's it's for the young teams to build. It's for like a Kings team to grow up. It's for all these oh. things. But, but I know. I, I'm bummed about it too, even though Bart's not because they lost to the Warriors. But like that is where it's like, yeah, if, if you're just going to be dismissive of the regular season and say, I'm not going to watch it, but yet I claim to care about sports and I host a radio show about sports, you're you're doing it wrong. But I'm not trying
2: to, not trying to gatekeep. It's
3: just. No, I whatever. It is what it is. By just saying like there is nuance i think to these that we you can get into the nb season regular season is like don't use that as like your justification for why mike boonholzer was nice shorts part warrior shorts don't use regular season stats to justify why boonholzer is a good coach because who cares he took the atlanta how many how many wins did the hawks have that year like 66 he had kyle corver as a as a starter and not maybe not a starter but in the all-star game he had four guys none of it mattered because they got to the playoffs and got absolutely destroyed Anyway, uh, so Jimmy Butler is, we were all wrong, a top 10 player. We were all duped by regular season meaninglessness. And he's a, but, he's, he's a top 10 all, guy, period. But we, also, we, we've been
2: wrong. also, also, that stuff, it, it, as far as when we rank players and we remember players, and we, I don't mean to be all legacy guy because the Bucks lost and Tony from Texas, every other thing that's happened since that is legacy. It's not always that deep. We don't <laughs> yeah, what's do he control. up to? Jesus Christ. But like when we compare a player like Giannis or Jimmy Butler, right? <clears throat> You're like, oh, Jimmy Butler does it when it matters. Yeah, but it also matters for players who can have an 82 game regular season, put together a body of work, make first team All NBAs, get MVP consideration. Like that all goes on the ledger and the resume with how we think of players. We don't get to discard all of that, right? So I'm, I'm respecting the hell out of what Jimmy Butler's doing, and and 100 percent, absolutely. But the greatest players do it in the regular season, put together that body of work, and then in the playoffs as well. So I, I don't want to discount that. I don't mean to be Mister Regular Season is is matters, and we need to take it seriously. But it's it's part of a really it's a really big part of the equation and how we we evaluate these teams and these players. So I just it's not a
3: them. it's not a good thing. It's a very bad thing for the NBA with like load management and conserving energy. And like they've had to institute now, I think it's you have to play sixty-five regular season games to be qualified for an award as a, as an individual player. Yeah, but like Jimmy, yeah, Butler, that's not going to do anything. I've got a great stat on that. Well, I'll hear in a second, but I just want to say like, oh okay. I, I just, I just, now I'm going to forget my point anyway, so maybe you might as well just go. <laughs> but the guys like Jimmy Butler and others, like it's like it, it they know that. It doesn't matter that they take a load of management game. It should, because the fans get screwed. It's a bad fan experience. It's a bad TV experience if you're going to plan to watch that game in the crowd or at home. Um, but it doesn't matter. He conserves his energy. and he, Anyway, Bart, you go ahead. you got a stat on why it won't matter.
1: Yeah, do you know what the average amount of games uh, were played by All-Stars this year were? Wait, say that question again. The Anyone in the All-Star game, they played... On average, 64.8 games in the regular season.
3: That's probably why they came up with 65. Uh, yeah. yeah. So all of a sudden we're like, oh,
1: that'll curb load
2: management. No. It's this exactly what we're seeing already. Did, did Hot Take Jake say last night that LeBron is 10 to 15th all time? Yes, he did. That was stupid. Are you ever going to get... My callers can say what they want on my show, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm a little bit responsible. Bart, I, I feel like you need to intervene in, in instances like that.
1: Well, we had a uh, Twitter space not too long ago that I was a part of. Um, I think it was last weekend, and Jake was in there, and I was, I was just like – I was yelling hit at him the way that I probably should have yelled at him on one of these shows because he will never talk about lebron or he'll never talk about why jordan is good his only arguments for why jordan's better than lebron are always because i just i've seen it
2: you I gotta know. trust me man that's your jordan me. crowd how can you not think that just just trust me if you would have seen him you'd know okay all right <laughs> well sure. we did we did see so I anyway know yes I, I just
1: yeah but i'm so i'm so happy that people want to play and be a part of this that i don't want them to come on and just be like except for Paul.
3: I've been a huge dick to Paul. Today. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that to each other. Um, I just want to say in, in, in closing, just because I think it's just such a great Jimmy Butler story that I hope people don't forget. He took all of the Minnesota Timberwolves scrubs and said, I'm going to go beat Carl Anthony towns, Andrew Wiggins and the rest of the starters and invited Rachel Nichols to the practice facility and booked a post-practice interview with her ahead of time. Because Jimmy Butler knew he and the Scrubs were gonna beat Towns, Wiggins, and the starters, and he did. And then did the interview. And, and then what? Oh, <laughs> hey, watch yourself. Um, that might not have been until the bubble. That's true. I don't know. Bart, Bart's brother was probably in the bubble. He might have intel. Warriors uh, didn't go. Oh, that's right. That's, that's so right. strange. Yeah.
4: That is just
1: so strange. He got. He got. He got the. My brother in the last ten years got to be a part of four NBA championships
3: and avoid the bubble. What do you mean avoid the bubble? Like I I think he will tell you one day when he's further removed, he would have wanted to be in the bubble.
1: Absolutely not. No,
3: no, I wanna I wanna the best of the stories of like
1: guys, remember that guys sneaking out of the perimeter. But I wanna I wanna qualify that and say
3: chicken
2: wings like fucking lou williams went to magic city oh shit this whole thing's gonna come <laughs> crashing down it felt but it felt like as, as someone in sports talk at that time it was the one thing that we had it's like okay if this works we're gonna have meaningful games to watch and it just felt like even me who wasn't involved i was on a tightrope every day reading tweets about lou williams going to get mm-hmm. chicken wings because the whole thing was gonna come crashing down
3: yeah Bart, your brother is quietly happy that he gets to actually have his May and June available to him this year. Mm-hmm, or mm
1: <laughs> uh, No. Uh. Not the text that I've been getting when they were getting, you know, beat.
3: Yeah, but... In mm. the moment. The year that the Packers, when Rodgers threw the pass to Cobb in the end zone at Soldier Field, did they finish that year 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7, and seven? but that play, like, won them won the game? Visit. Man, I'm not even joking. I had... A vacation planned with my wife in January and I was like oh, fuck,
2: fuck I hope not in the press box there's no yelling in the press box no
3: I, but internally I was like okay we're gonna okay, we'll leave I on, got, I we'll got leave on like January 6th. at Lambeau Field leave What's on January 6th whatever it would be so um I would I, in the moment I wonder in the future I wonder if your brother will say like yeah that would have been a unique experience in the bubble in the moment I get it. I don't like, think so. You want you, you kind of want to just have a some time off.
4: MyPatriotSupply.com
3: Okay. Um, can I pivot?
1: Is there any part of this that we can shit on Rob Domoski or
3: not today? Ready? Ready? <laughs> Ready? Come on. Ready? Yeah. Here's my question. Here's my topic. Green Bay does not have the infrastructure to host the NFL draft. This is chaos. Mm-hmm. Or mm mm so, mm By the way, this topic is just so we can rant and bitch, so just go ahead. Well, I think it's so interesting
1: that, like, no one else applied. <clears throat> that is Green, strange. Green Bay got it, and then all of a sudden people want to make it their business. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's in Green Bay. How How is Green – like, Green Bay is a town of 100,000 people. How are they going to be able to have this major event in their city? Like – The 10 times a year they've been doing it for the last 40 years. I mean, yeah, it's a little different. You can't park in a parking structure. You have to park on someone's lawn. Oh, fuck. I mean, I was just at Canton for the Hall of Fame. It's the same shit. You're parking on people's lawns. All of the, uh, Canton, I had to stay 30 miles out of Canton and we had to drive every day to go to Canton because there's no, like, Hotel, the, it's Canton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. There's no business for a Hall of Fame to be there, but it is. And it's what makes it special. And I think it's going to be Aww. part of what makes it special. Like for, for a Green Bay reporter, <clears throat> everyone's, at, everyone's wrong. Because, and I thought the point about EAA, yes, that's a great point. Uh, Oshkosh brings in half a million people every Oshkosh. Okay, and then people stay in Fondy or they stay in West Bend or they stay in Milwaukee. Oh, you totally. got to drive 60 miles. It's like 60 minutes. It's it's minutes and miles. That's what's conflating people. If you have to st- I like, fuck, I want to go to the draft in Green Bay, but I got to stay in Appleton. Okay, that's a 30-minute drive. And in Kansas City, oh, I got to stay. It's a 30-minute drive to the draft, but I'm still in Kansas City. Well, well, this doesn't matter. Or you're stuck in traffic for 30 minutes. That's worse. At least you get the... At least you get the drive for anyone that's not affiliated with Green Bay. Also, I told everyone last night about the DM I got from Ben Albright that one time. I'm glad that. And I've deleted it, so I don't have it word for word. But that was after he had a freak out and was was like, oh, I'm going to take this very private thing that I did and and really put my girlfriend on blast after I already fucked her over. And then I was shitting on him one day. He goes, I don't know why you're so obsessed with me. But you're going down a bad path, man. Trust me, from someone who's been there on Twitter. And I said, you and I have nothing in common, you stupid fuck. And he didn't block me then. And then finally, he blocked me last night, uh, two nights ago, whenever. And because he's shitting out, like, Green but I don't get it. And Rob Demosky, look, you'll figure it out. It's not like all of a sudden, Disney World is like, you know what, Paul, Disney? It's not like we're like... Let's do this thing that we do at Disney, but this year we're going to have it at the Washington County Fairgrounds. Yeah. It's, it's taking an NFL draft. What do you need for infrastructure? You need a stage and a staging area. And you need people to be able to gather and watch it. Who like You don't need that much. The Packers can do that. And let's say they're going to have 150,000 people on that first day, come to green Bay. Okay, great. I mean, there's going to be, I just, I, it's a city. And what, like what's the worst that can happen? There's going to be a traffic jam. (laughs) Honestly, I just don't understand how it is such like, it's not being held in Fond du Lac. And even if it was, have it in Fond du Lac. It's the fucking draft. hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't like not everything needs to be held in L.A. or Denver or Chicago or
2: New York. Well, I think people love chiming in when they've covered events in different cities because they like being able to talk about their experiences in different. No, cities. I just did shit on Atlanta for being hot. Well, yeah, but it's hot. It's hot. It's like they should the, the people who are like they should do everything in Indianapolis or New Orleans because those cities are designed to host big events. In Houston, the driving is too much. And Green Bay, like, okay, we get it. You cover things in, in different places. Like you don't need to take yourself and your experiences so seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll be fine. There's a million different talking points that we could hit with this. This is an incredible topic. Um, I guess the first thing that came to my mind was everyone in Milwaukee immediately, it's always the same thing. And this pisses me off so much because it's like, oh, better start up 41 now to beat the traffic. It's like you guys have to drive like an hour and a half to Green Bay. When I drive to Green Bay, like I'm just hoping I don't slide off the highway and into a fucking cranberry bog in the middle of nowhere. So also Milwaukee people pipe down. Also
1: take Highway 32 that gets you into De pier and right around the back way.
2: I love talking about highways, first of all. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be cool. It'll be it'll be it'll be great. It's not a thing. And like I live in Lacrosse. Lacrosse hosts a couple bitchin' events every year where the city gets like sizably larger. Oktoberfest, but we, you know we have State Cross in a couple weeks. Bart, State Cross is like the coolest thing ever. Or State Track, not cross country. State Track is like the coolest thing ever. And reporters stay in Westby and they drive every day. It's not the end of the world. It's a cool event. There's lots of people. That's what you do. It's obviously the draft will be much bigger in scale, but
1: yeah. And then and then you get to like. Oh, this Westby's a nice little town. I would have exactly. never known.
2: Great book. Let's get,
1: get a little Airbnb in, in Coon Valley.
2: Which
1: yeah, by and, the then, way, yeah, and sure. then you're going to have people be like, oh, God, you're going to you're gonna have these people staying in Swamico or somewhere in Door County, and they'll be <laughs> like, wow, what a great spot this is. I might take my family back here someday.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: How did this whole thing happen, and you have not said the name Benjamin Albright yet? Well, we did. I said like I, we're, I, what? Did I miss the part while I was like choking on my own? I which shared thing? the DM he
1: sent me. Yes, I did the whole thing.
3: I just, I just was reading back. I was paying too much attention to his timeline because I wanted to see some of his responses to people. So I apologize that I missed it. Oh, what did he say? Um, someone said, idiot. "How many people are going to tell you you're wrong before you reconsider that you might actually be wrong?" To which he responded, "I don't fall for argumentum ad populum fallacies." He is such a fucking loser. What? Right? what i just don't get I, I honestly i don't get it i don't get why
1: people unless it's a bit i don't know but why why do people
3: don't you feel like being a loser is a choice yeah. <laughs> he does yeah. no th- this i'm very you know whatever to each everyone can do whatever you know i don't really care usually but all you have to do is look at this fucking guy's profile picture on twitter It'd be like, oh, he's a, he's a total dipshit. Like Love like him. Grant is going to reenact it. Ah, yeah. like, so like my s-
2: sources are hitting me up.
3: So not game. only did you like, you know, it's clearly wow. like a senior a senior picture type of photo with like a backdrop and the whole thing. But like, then he, then he's like, Hey, hey wait a minute. Camera person. I- I'm going to, I'm going to do a series of poses where I'm looking at my phone. Ready? Ready. Okay. Now next pose. Okay, I think we got that one. Good, 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 good. Do you think? Let, let's take a look at those real quick, and then you're so proud of these pictures that you're like, "Hey, that's my brand. That picture is part of my brand." An insider. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, my I profile did, picture is part of my brand. It's me at a mic in my basement. But, but I like see, there's that a,
3: one. But let's be clear. There's a like. He is being serious. Like this oh, is. Oh yeah, he's a loser. Like this is like. There's no parody. There's one of those guys involved. that reported that Rogers was 100
1: going to Denver. Uh-huh. This is where he became on the Paul. Mm-hmm or for you, okay, it's a Packer one. It's not about this loser. Uh, Devontae Adams
3: regrets leaving Green Bay. Mm-mm. Because Paul, of what he, he said does. in his interview last week about now, no one can tell him he's a product of Aaron Rodgers.
1: No, fuck him. He If he wouldn't be talking about it so much, He I don't like him. I never did.
3: Fact, I never liked Devontae. Oh, that's right. You were always like the Devontae yeah. as a quiet diva, the the most. Quiet un... diva, yep. Yeah, sneaky the most... diva. Sneaky diva. Sneaky yeah. diva. Because of that Kansas City game.
2: We all saw it. We all, it was in there. You needed to know what to look for.
3: So now you, you, think, he, you think. I mean, he I like Devontae. I like,
2: I like Devontae. I like Devontae. I like Devontae. But
1: I also said he was a sneaky diva, and I think I'm right. Nothing wrong with being a diva. We can all
2: be a diva from time to time.
1: So you think he regrets leaving green Bay? Now, I think he's still working through his feelings about having left green Bay.
2: Well, now he's not playing with his college buddy anymore. And I think in 10 years, (laughs) he'll
1: look back in his career and
3: say, maybe I shouldn't have left in green Bay. Except for the fact that no, like when, when Greg Jennings left, he was a shell of himself. Like, like, Devontae oh, had a great year last year. Sure, he's great. But if he had had that same great year in Green Bay with Rodgers, people would have said, "Yeah, I mean, he's, he's with Rodgers." So I, I, th- I think his legacy is improved. He, he's right. He's, he he will be looked more favorably upon as a result of putting up those same numbers. I got to be players. honest.
1: I don't think anybody other than Devontae has ever thought of Devontae Adams' legacy up until this point of time.
3: Dude, I mean, for multiple years, he was the best receiver in football. No, you're, you're underselling, you underselling this guy's full right now.
2: There's, huh? there, is, there is a Dude. sneaky angle here to think that Devontae Adams did better last year than he would have in Green Bay with an offense that was kind of chunky and Rodgers who was a little banged up. I'm just saying. like maybe, maybe he was in a better situation last year with his college buddy, as messed up and as weird as that seems, at least for him to get numbers. And for him to get quantity. And I know there were some games where he, they kind of ignored him, but by and large, he had a really good year.
3: Anyway, um, one of the responses from Benjamin Albright someone told him, Hey, you must never been to Green Bay. We have Green Bay, and within 30 miles, within a 30 mile drive, there's tons more. To which he said, Well, I have been there, and I've been to the draft most years. And I'll tell you, no one wants to drive. The idea is to be able to walk because people drink. End tweet. Anyway, sorry. This I don't usually get. I don't usually get set off by dum dums, but uh, Um,
1: I'm working on 24 days
2: sober here. (sighs) Speak for yourself, Ben.
3: (laughs) Yeah. All right. uh, Have they
1: been the most boring 24 days of my life? That's neither here nor there.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, Yesterday,
1: let me tell you this about not drinking for a little bit. Let me give you a, a massive pro. Is that. I've been able to just wake up and start the day. Uh, I don't wake up and go, "Oh fuck, what did I tweet?"
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that that might be
3: <clears throat> that might be the biggest win of all. That might be worth its weight in poundage. Have you? No. Have you I, don't, I also don't
1: want it because I'm, I'm not drinking in May. And I don't want it to be, all right, once it's June 1st, i back as a fucking lush again. But the NBA Finals start that night. And it's like, hey, I want to have a drink. Do a post-game show.
2: Get blocked by some fucking people. You don't need to combine the drinking and the post-game show.
3: You can do <laughs> the-,
1: <laughs> the
2: post-game show. Mm. Mm. All right. Uh, by the light- way, one one last thing on the draft. This is the most incredible sports radio podcast topic. Like the Brewers could have traded for a new ace yesterday. It would have been still more interesting to talk about the Packers getting a draft and then to read the tweets about I have to drive and the hotels and where are they going to put it. Like you know I'm right. Like the Brewers could have tra- oh, yeah the Brewers could have traded for a new number one pitcher yesterday. This is a better topic than that. And I think that's
3: so interesting. The other thing I want to say about the draft. Bart, do you? Uh, okay, let me actually turn this into a quick topic. You guys think Mark Murphy has done a good job as the whatever he is, president of the Packers? As mm-hmm. my boss, oh, yes. The owner, mm-hmm. I do. Bart,
1: well, his answer is dependent on if there actually going to be snow on that hill come April. They
3: need to have fake snow. Do so I think he's going to good? a pen Like, has he? I mean, just very open endedly. Like, has he? In yes. Bart Linkler's opinion, he's done a good job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like the 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 people.
1: Mark Murphy's job is not to win a Super Bowl. Mark Murphy's job is not to win a Super Bowl. Keep going.
2: I think
4: I agree. Uh, uh go ahead,
1: keep going. Mark Murphy's job is to keep the Packers as a viable part of Green Bay and a successful business for as long as
3: possible. To which a Super Bowl amplifies significantly yeah but a Super Bowl like a Super Bowl Town district a Super Bowl getting the draft but th- but I think the Packers Super Bowl wins of 96 of 2011 2010 February of 2011 gave it created the cash flow to be able to do Titletown to created the I mean when I was a when I was the beat reporter up there I had to, I one of the things I had to cover was the annual owners' meeting, but with that came like the the interviews that we got to do with Murphy and other members beforehand, which was like the announcement of how much cash they've saved and how big like the slush fund is for a rainy day. Coffer and the right and and how much is like there in case Rogers needs a fifty million dollars signing bonus. Like these are all real things when you're when you don't have a traditional ownership style. The Super Bowl wins and the success oh, help. He got one, doesn't he? He's got one what? Super Bowl. Yeah, he does. But I'm saying like that is the addition of Titletown and the Packers' success are correlated. I
1: suppose I'll say that mm-hmm. for Bob Harlan, them winning a Super Bowl, you know, him trusting Wolf and getting Reggie and getting Favre, like that was a massive
3: W. Yeah. But also getting games out of Milwaukee was a huge win for them. Unless you were a Milwaukee season ticket holder, then you might disagree. But no, I think- the
1: Packers look, like, I love Milwaukee, and it'd be great to like walk to a game because I want to drink. But <laughs> the Packers not the Packers playing Milwaukee was embarrassing.
3: Yeah, it was weird. I liked it. I, I went to many games at County Stadium as a kid, very strangely to think about that now, but I did. I think I'm
2: with Bart on that Murphy has done a good job, despite, I think, underperforming in in the playoffs and a lack of championships outside of 2011, because I think Mark Murphy, for the football side, has done his job. I think he's hired really good football executives, and I think he's stayed out of the way and let them cook. Like He let Ted Thompson run the ship, and I think Ted Thompson deserved that right. And maybe they held on to him a little bit long, but then he put Brian Gutekunst in power. Seems like Matt Lafleur was a good hire, and he's staying out of their way. What, what do you What do you What do you want him to do? Right? Like, what, what more could Mark Murphy do on the football side of things to encourage winning and to win more in the playoffs? I don't know if there's more buttons that he could have pushed. Well, I, and I, I, I want my executive to hire the right people and stay out of the way. I think oh
3: God, it. Grant, that's the most beautiful answer anyone could ever give. Hire the right people and stay out of the way. God, yeah. that's so important.
2: And as an owner, it resonates with me. That's why I don't have a problem living on the other side of the state as I, you know, I, I, I hands off ownership structure and it's something that I, I'm a big fan of. So I don't, and I it's don't just, true, it's silent.
3: just true yeah. universally. Like I live like, it's like hire the right people, stay out of the way. Mm-hmm. The reason I brought up this question or this topic um, at the end of it, about Mark Murphy. He's retiring at, july of 24 is that right somewhere around there is that when his sort of imposed retirement date is something do you like know i top stop your heads it's something I like that. but I, I say that to say the packers the, the story will come out eventually but bart you mentioned this earlier that green bay ran unopposed to host the 2025 draft I, there's got to be something there but i say that to say wes hodkowitz <laughs> my favorite phrase I know I'm, it's I like, it I'm, I, I don't know. I tried to walk around. No, on, not, not, I like that. that phrase. I've been using it a lot lately to say, say like. okay. Anyway. So Wes to Hodkowitz this to tell you this, <laughs> you're setting a stage, right? You're telling yeah. a backstory. Wes Hodkowitz Packers digital reporter, former beat writer who I worked with mm-hmm. um, said in the, in the quote tweet about the Packers getting the draft. He said, kudos to Mark, the Packers support staff and the city of green Bay They burned a lot of midnight oil over the past decade to get to this point. Yeah. This is the cherry on top. This is like, this, I mean, Mark Murphy's had several accomplishments, several achievements that I think he will, 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 you know, will boast, will bolster his resume one day. Title Town is definitely going to, you know, Murphyville, whatever you've called it in the past. But like, I don't think we should overlook. And I and I knew this from years that Mark I was talking to Mark Murphy when I was a beat reporter there of what how hard he was trying and of course I you know it never even came close really that close to fruition while I was working up there. Murphy made this. This is a huge, 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 huge credit to him. And so mm-hmm. people can talk about is did he become over-involved after the Mike McCarthy and Ted Thompson like lack of communication things and, but between Titletown which is, I mean, there used to be a Kmart where there's now like a district of, you know, like it's it's incredible. And I think this draft is really, really important for his legacy for Mark Murphy. Okay, all right. On Monday, the NFL announced the, uh, like the third QB active QB roster thing where they don't take up an active roster spot, which is interesting. And I think has ramifications for a Packers team that currently does not have a veteran backup. Signed Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm, or mm
2: Never has a phrase gotten run in this state quite like veteran backup. We've said that every year. All that is, as long as I can remember. Yeah. is what we've wanted. What Chuck, we Freeman,
3: Chuck, Chuck Freeman, big proponent of the uh, veteran backup. Absolutely, absolutely. We need a veteran
2: backup. Like I, I saw somebody, I don't remember if it was Andy Herman or Bukowski. Or it doesn't even doctors. need to be good.
1: Freeman's always wanted Brian Hoyer.
2: Yeah, Chase oh, you're Daniel. With a serviceable backup. We get a Chase Daniel type.
3: Sign Carson Wentz? No. No. Mm-mm. no. But is is Ryan Horvat though? I worry about him because if Sean Clifford has to start a game, I I worry about Ryan.
1: Are uh, the Packers uh, winning the
3: Super Bowl this year? What's that?
2: Are the Packers winning the Super Bowl this year? Bart is correct in where he's going with this.
3: No, they are not. I'm going to say, mm-hmm, they are winning. They are the unquestioned favorite. I think the dumbest thing
1: that you could do when you've got this year of Jordan Love is to even have the remote possibility of a conversation of, should we start Carson Wentz instead? Packers are 2-4. and four.
2: Should, should they be starting Carson Wentz? No. Well, also, if Jordan Love gets hurt, they're not winning a Super Bowl with Jordan Love. So, if Jordan Love gets hurt this, year, oh, this some, year, this year, this year, sure, they're not winning this. Thank you. Aggregators don't anger. I know they watch the show like a hawk. They're going to aggregate. Yeah. I, like, they're not winning a Super Bowl this year with Jordan Love. So, if Jordan Love gets hurt for five weeks, whatever. We don't need to keep just keep the ship afloat until he gets back. No, let the bottom drop out. Let the ship sink to the bottom of the fucking lake so then we can yeah. get better draft picks next year. I I agree. I don't need the insurance.
3: Let's so, say, second I, so, bankrupt If things go so wrong, part, let's go real wrong. So, so part B, Jordan Love, Sean Clifford, Danny Etling, Packers are set at QB, mm-hmm, or mm Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. Why
1: Why would, like, who? Yeah. I mean, unless they want to get, like, A.J. McCarron or one of these guys from the XFL, that'd be fine.
3: Mm-hmm. Someone someone who's fun, at least. Luis Perez, Jordan Tiamu. Oh, uh Grant. I know someone who you owe fifty dollars to. They took your Monty Williams talk to the bank. No. <laughs> I I, I or to, or to the to the sports book. That was poor. That
2: was a poor decision of them.
3: Wow. I don't know what I don't. There
2: was a change of thinking in the way the, the Bucks are going about this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me wrap a- up with uh, I got
1: some odds here. Let me wrap up since I started bitching about LeBron. I will tell you about LeBron. Will LeBron? Uh, will LeBron James retire? Yes, plus five fifty. No, minus a thousand. So he's clearly not retiring. I actually think those odds are not big enough. Odds for next team, if not the Lakers, Knicks three to one, Sixers seven to two, Clippers five to one, Cavs seven to one. Suns eight to one, Warriors nine to one, Mavericks ten to one, Heat ten to one, Kings twelve to one, Bucks
2: eighteen to one. Speaking of odds uh, and LeBron, can I? We called out Cone Roller, we called out Hot Take Jake and Tony for Texas. Can I call out one other member of this community before the podcast is done?
1: I just want to follow that by saying LeBron will, even if he retires for a year, he will play with his son. He has to. His son mm-hmm. will get drafted higher than he should because they will also get LeBron's uh, season of LeBron.
3: Mm-hmm. We, we had this topic
1: like a year ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Go ahead. Call out some bitch. I just can't imagine watching LeBron go for 40, 10, and nine. Almost no turnovers. Masterful. Can't imagine watching that. And then when the Lakers lose barely, tweeting a GIF of Michael Jordan. The way that Ryan Horvat did last evening, oh, he's better than that. He's better than that. I don't know that he is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he went to Catholic school. I become a, I've always been a big Horvat fan, but last week's episode, man, you guys Horvat um, shit out of that schedule.
1: Horvat loves the Packers, okay, mm-hmm. and then he is an he does get an incensed rage about the Chicago teams he likes. I can't tell you the amount of times in a given season, in a baseball season, and he does not give a fuck about baseball. Mm-hmm. But whenever the Cubs and Brewers play, and the Cubs are like up 2 nothing after three, I'm getting texts from him saying, piss ant Brewers. It's like, Jesus, dude, I'm sorry. I'm not even watching the game.
2: Piss ant. man. He is
1: very much, uh, very much one yeah. of them. All right, ladies, good stuff. Cheers.